Welcome to my party today. My podcast party. You like that alliteration? (laughs) I don't want to be a supporting character. I want to be the narrator in my story. That's what a powerful person says. Darn tootin' it is. Ready? Here we go. This ain't no game show. This is life. I am the incognito athlete, and I have so much to gain by losing 100 pounds. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hey, it is so good to have you back here on the Incognito Athlete Podcast. This is Erica, and this is my 100-pound journey. And boy, has it been a journey. My goodness. I was just talking to somebody the other day about my 100 pound weight loss and I almost cringe as I say it right now because I've been so stagnant the last few months despite that I feel like I've actually hit my peak I'm truly excited to dive into this week's episode I have a lot to share with you I have some new updates for myself and I have an excellent interview to share with you today it is with someone who um, I'm just getting to know, but I am still so very much inspired by. Her name is Dee Dee Cox. She is a career woman. She is a grandmother and she is a power lifter. <laughs> so we get to chat with Dee Dee today to talk about all things wellness and really discuss how She is defying the societal limitations to do everything that is best for herself. She also has something very exciting coming up that we're going to be sharing with you. I am so stoked to share this with anybody who is inspired by women who just go after life with gusto. So hang tight for that later on in this episode. But before we get too ahead of ourselves... I want to go ahead and do my weekend review. So like I mentioned earlier, I've been pretty annoyed, I think is a good word to use with myself, with my progress or lack thereof. And I really don't have anybody to blame but myself. You know, I'll have like five good days and then I'll kind of fall off the wagon and then I'll have like two or three good days and then, you know, skip some workouts, stuff like that. So what kind of progress can I really expect if I'm not consistent, right? So I really do believe that my lack of consistency isn't necessarily my lack of discipline. It's just I'm kind of getting a little bit of the burnout at this point. You know, I'm even looking at this uh, episode that I'm recording today, episode 18, and it's like, good golly, you'd think by now I would have lost the 100 pounds times two, <laughs> you know? And I know that that's not realistic, but, you know, I feel like I should be further along. Um, And so I'm practicing a little bit of grace. Everybody's journey is different, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, But I'm really taking to heart the fact that I've not been incorporating all of the things that I've learned. And so, you know, as I was finishing off a slice of pizza the other day, I thought, well, you know, this really isn't getting me anywhere. (laughs) So I guess it's time that I really look at what I need to be doing to tighten things up. Now, one thing that I've been doing well, so one of my PRs as of late, is I've been working out 
regularly. I'm getting like my five workouts in. I might even have like a bonus workout or, you know, a good active rest day here and there. And that's pretty major um, considering, you know, golly, even a month ago, it was a struggle for me to maybe even get two workouts a week. I was just fighting a lot of mental blocks. So now what I want to do is couple that with some better nutrition. Okay, I am ready to jumpstart this thing again. Um, Been idling. Uh, that's how I feel. And it's time to rev the engine. So how am I doing that? Well, here's another PR for my week. I started the green smoothie cleanse again. I did the 10 day green smoothie cleanse back in episode three, all the way in September. And it was actually an exceptional experience. I was so surprised that it actually worked. Um, And I don't mean that I lost the weight, but that I kept the weight off. Um, I lost about 12 pounds in those 10 days. I know that I didn't drop 12 pounds of fat. What I saw was a change and I felt a change. And even in the few days that I've been doing this cleanse already, I felt feel the change, a much, much different feeling, less bloated, puffy, all of those things that I've been feeling the last few weeks, all of that water retention that I've been fighting. It's practically gone. You know, like my rings are loose again. It's a very, very good feeling. Um, and as I said, I'm only a few days in, I am just over the moon about this whole decision. Okay. So I like want to break this down really quickly. These are the moments where we have to really pat ourselves on the back. So instead of sitting, moping, crying, binging, or running back to my dietitian or somebody else and being like, I don't know what to do. I am implementing what I learned like a big girl and putting it into action. I'm making the decisions. I'm owning my power and I'm already seeing the change. What do I hope I will achieve by doing this detox again? I do hope that I will lose around the same amount of weight. I'm not going to lie. There's a little bit of pressure on myself to do that. However, what I am doing is I'm being reasonable and rational with this. So first of all, I started this detox probably a good five pounds over what I had been at just because of like water weight and, and things like that. So I first had to overcome that. I feel that I've overcome that and now I'm experiencing the detox process. So it was even just yesterday that I felt a lot of brain fog. I was extremely fatigued and I had this slight dull headache like all over. And those are all Uh, healthy and expected symptoms of detoxing and getting the toxins out of my body. So that is potentially an even more important byproduct of this whole process. One lesson that I learned after doing it the first time is I slacked on the exercise and I know my body. I know well enough that if I don't work out, then I'm not going to see the change. My body is way too freaking smart and it will just adjust to whatever I'm putting into it. Therefore, I actually have a jog scheduled 
um, after this recording session to make sure I get my cardio in for the day. That's another element as well. My dietitian kept saying, incorporate the cardio. It's going to be exceptional for your weight loss. That's what she has seen with people like myself with similar traits. And as someone who really enjoys a good hit CrossFit or even circuit workout, you know, I'm not getting that steady state cardio. So I'm heeding her recommendations and I am being very vigilant in getting those accomplished during this 10 day detox. The only other thing that I want to acknowledge for myself is that I stuck this out again through social settings. I had a lunch um, with some colleagues. It was at one of the best burger joints in town. They have epic French fries. (laughs) They have like yummy iced teas and lemonades and stuff like that. And I made sure to speak with my boss before we went and let her know what I was doing to basically just let her in on it and to gain her support also. And I was just so happy that it was received so well and without a lot of hoopla. So I could just go and no one made a big deal out of it. I sat there, I had my seltzer and lime, um, which I, like to get the Langs help me out with that tip and <laughs> and I I sip on that usually whenever I'm in a social setting. Um it was just ridiculously freeing. Uh, so p- please like use that tip and just know that if you speak up to people and you let them know what the, what you're doing, a lot of times they're just going to give you a really good atta girl <laughs> and say good for you, you know, two thumbs up. Generally, I think people like to see other people succeed and, you know, going through this process, there's always that hope that you're going to rub off on somebody else and just inspire someone else. You know, not that my colleagues need to be on a weight loss journey, but, you know, perhaps they're trying to work on their own nutrition or just be more disciplined or vigilant in something else going on in their life. So being able to, you know, look to me as a, a an example, a peer, a you know, what have you, I mean, that's, that's like the best benefit of like relationships, right? So honestly, I didn't have a lot of misfires this week. Uh, the, the pizza weren't so great. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much. <laughs> I'm letting it just be a blip on the screen because honest to goodness, this is the best I've potentially ever felt in my life. I don't mean to exaggerate at all. The fact is, I just feel super strong, super focused, in control, and very, like, logical about things. There are these moments where I feel a little bit down and, you know, food really can make a difference on our mood. So we have to be careful about that. Um, but all in all, you know, I... I just feel like I'm becoming the Erica that I've always wanted to be and always felt was there, but I wouldn't let her out. So, you know, okay. Just like one other thing that's kind of been on my mind is I know that a lot of my episodes recently have been kind of like mushy, gushy, woo woo stuff, you know, all this 
mindset discussion and feelings and everything. And honestly, there's going to be a lot of emotions in this episode today too, but that's what happens when we take charge of our lives. That's what happens when we confront our fears and it's just part of it. If we continue to look at weight loss or pursuing our dream career or finding our dream home or the love of our life, I mean, and, and, and don't look at these things, then we may not ever find it. We may not ever achieve it. I mentioned it to a friend the other day. I was like, maybe I'm like whining too much or maybe I'm too emotional. I'm like turning people off. I don't want to turn people off. And instead she said, well, perhaps that's just your superpower. And I'd never really thought about it that way. And I'm certainly not trying to like come here with an ego or a big head. However, I wonder if like she's got a point because that's me. I'm an emotional person. I talk about my feelings. I want to talk through feelings. I want to hear other people's feelings. I want to help people who are not feeling themselves or strong enough. And so I don't want to sit here and, and lament. And I certainly don't want to be like negative and I don't want to dwell on, on, you know, the mental health and wellness stuff, like in, in a negative sense, you know, it is okay to not be okay. What's important is to work on finding a way that we can manage ourselves through that. You know, and that's what my my life coaches um, have always taught me. And so if you're not into my woo woo stuff like that is completely okay. Please still listen for all the other information that I've got to share with you, like the smoothie detox or, you know, the water episode, stuff like that. I just really encourage everybody to to look inward, um, even just a little bit to to really locate like those triggers a friend of mine has inspired me to do one more mindset episode at the very least, <laughs> but, but one that's really focused on why I think mindset is a precursor, a prerequisite for any kind of journey, like losing weight. I have an intent to discuss this at length in the future but I want to put out an episode that speaks to at least one individual who I've learned about who is in a very similar place that I am. These episodes are for people like her. And so I'm planning a narrative to her and people like her to encourage change and achievements and health and happiness. I don't care if two people listen to these episodes or if 200 people listen to these episodes. I'd really love if 200 people listen to this episode. That would be pretty amazing. I just want to impart what I'm learning because it's just filling my freaking soul and it is blowing my mind. (laughs) And I just think that other people are suffering like I am and I don't want anybody to suffer like I have. It, It sucks. And that's all the more reason why I'm looking to people like Dee Dee who are finding their own way in their own way and they're making changes in their life too. 
my story isn't the end all be all and Dee Dee's is certainly different but also equally successful um, and determined so I am so thrilled to be inviting her onto our episode so let's take a ride down front street and hear what she has to say I am so excited to be here with Dee Dee Cox today. I met her, I think, a couple years ago and was just really inspired by everything that she was doing to just take on her life and take control of her life. And so with that, I want to introduce my listeners here to Dee Dee. Hey. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> so glad you're here with me. It's been a minute. <laughs> How have you been? I've been good. Yeah. Been good. You've been busy. B- very busy. Yes. I'm really excited to talk about what you've got going on because you do have some very exciting ambitions. But um, like I mentioned before we hit record, I, I really want people to know who you are and how you even came to this newfound love of powerlifting. Well, um, before I started powerlifting, um, I have been into fitness for many years prior to that. And I think back in 2010, I was having some health issues and found out that I was pre-diabetic. Okay. And I said, okay, we've got to do something to change here. So that's when I decided to join a gym for Mm -hmm. the first time in my life. Oh, wow. And I started just walking on the treadmill. It's a good way to start, though, right? Yes. And walking on the treadmill turned into group fitness classes, Mm -hmm. which turned into boot camp style workouts, which turned into powerlifting. Nice. So I think like what's interesting is, and I mentioned this before in some of my other episodes, some people have a really hard time getting into exercise. I mean, I I have some friends that are like, I hate exercising. And it sounds to me like you probably realized that you didn't hate it, maybe as much as you thought, but you did um, try a lot of different things too. Yes. I actually was more intimidated than anything going into a gym. Yeah. I don't think that's um, abnormal. No, it's a lot of people do. So I always encourage people just to go. Yeah. Don't worry about who's in there and what they're doing. You have to go and you really just have to focus on yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Because everybody else around you doesn't matter. Right. You're there for yourself. Well, and we're all different, you Mm -hmm. know, and at different stages, you know, all different conditions, you know, maybe as far as our, um, you know, our physical health and everything else too. And that's, that's actually something that I've had to work on and intentionally work on because I will compare the crap out of myself to other people. Mm -hmm. I was the same way. And it's like, well... Um, why can't you do a pull up, Erica? It could be because you're 70 pounds overweight, you know, like when Mm -hmm. you're trying to haul an extra 70 pounds, you're not going to be able to do it like the next girl, you know? So, but, but instead of beating ourselves up, just kind of like, just roll with it and work toward that goal of the pull up or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Right. Yeah. So, um, I actually didn't really know that powerlifting was a sport. I guess I knew that. You know, there was weightlifting, the Olympic weightlifting, 
things like that. And then when I got into CrossFit, I started using the barbell for the first time. And I want to say that was, it was about five years ago now. It'll be five years, I think, next month. So, um, you know, when I learned about what you were getting into, I was like, okay, I kind of have an idea. But I would love for you to just, in your own words, explain, like, what is the sport of powerlifting? Well, for me, I didn't know a thing about it Yeah. when I started. Um, when I first started powerlifting, it was definitely not to compete. Okay. It was <laughs> more to really sort of improve my fitness or, like, improve myself. And my friend introduced me to it. Okay. And I was like, okay, what is powerlifting? What is this thing that I'm getting into? Yeah, (laughs) like, you know, she had more faith in me than I did. Um, (laughs) Don't they always? (laughs) (laughs) And, um, well, powerlifting is basically three lifts that you center on, and that is the squat, the chest press, and the deadlift. Love that deadlift. (laughs) I know. I feel like I'm dead when I'm done lifting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sometimes okay so you show up one day with your friend and she's like here i'm gonna show you how to use this barbell and like what's going through your mind <laughs> well initially how she introduced me was um we had been talking about it in one of the boot camp classes that we mm-hmm. were doing mm-hmm. and she I guess had found a squatting seminar that she had invited me to. Uh Um, And it was Steve Goggins who was putting it on. And if anybody knows anything about powerlifting, they're going to know Steve. Um, But I wasn't able to make it. But while she was at this seminar, she had met one of his understudies. Okay. Ashley Newman. So I was introduced to Ashley. When I met and trained with her for the first time, my friend was there. Mm -hmm. And getting up under the barbell like that for the first time was very scary. (laughs) It was very, very scary. But, you know, even after that initial training session, I was like, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be the challenge that I needed in my life at the time. And Uh, that was going to be, and that was the start of everything. That's so awesome. I think when you embark on something new like that and you feel the fear, I would say that's pretty normal, you know, and it's just kind of up to us to whether we push through it or not. And obviously you chose to like embrace this, this new thing, this new hobby, this new sport, new way to get healthy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes how did this change your lifestyle? You know, like give me like a before and after kind of glimpse of, you know, what, what was your diet and exercise and lifestyle like before? And then how did powerlifting end up influencing, you know, just how you went through your day to day? Like I said, I was into fitness, but I was really just doing at that time some boot camp style classes, Mm -hmm. which I did like, you know, but then again, like I said, I wanted something that was going to challenge me mm-hmm. to really push my limits. Never could I imagine at 46 years old that I would be going down the road to my first powerlifting competition. And I mean, I just kind of want to 
point that out and not not to to point out someone's age because we don't do that with Mm -hmm. ladies however i mean why not also and just say we just because we surpass the age of 35 doesn't mean we're dead you know in fact that's that's the point in our life where we we end up almost like really finding ourselves and it's you know like that's when we can embrace it um embrace who we are and and like rock it age has no boundaries it doesn't it doesn't and i'm not ashamed of my age whatsoever like i'm so very proud of where i am in my life Uh uh-huh and my grandbabies just help you know yeah inspire that oh my gosh for sure you know i mean kids are Kids can be a real pain in the butt sometimes, but <laughs> I'll tell you what, like they also are quite lovely in how they, they teach us, um, the simple things again, you know, reminding us about love and patience and appreciation. And like, I'm sure you're just making them so freaking proud. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure of it. When you, when you started powerlifting, you know, you really kind of embraced it and, um, I, I know it really wasn't much long after you kind of started that you did start to think about competing, right? Tell me yeah, about that. Yeah, it wasn't that. long at all. So I was living in Adairsville at the time, and a gym had opened, Reps and Sets, who Kay. is owned by Albert Jones. When I went in and I met Albert, I was still um, training sort of under a different person. But talking with Albert, you know, I thought I would like to give this guy a shot being my coach. Like he, Mm -hmm. just because I got to see him in action and see him working out. And so I did. And Albert was my coach for a long time. And he is the one who taught me everything that I know about powerlifting and I've actually competed with him twice Uh, the two competitions that I have done um, he was in both of those as well Um, but just the encouragement that I was getting from him and uh, other members at his gym is what encouraged me to compete for the first time because they were the one that mentioned it to me. I think you should compete. I think you should compete. And I'm just not a very competitive person like Mm -hmm. that. So even thinking about competing was, uh, I was like, no, I don't (laughs) think I can do that. (laughs) You're like, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So after I slept on it for a while, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. That's awesome. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to step outside of my box. And that's what I'm going to do. Heck yeah. And so what happened with the comps? I won first place in my weight and the age division in both of them. So I've got two nice trophies sitting at home. That's brilliant. I mean, I know it's been a minute since those, but like, congrats. You know, it's it's such a big achievement. Yeah, like getting first place is really super badass. But I think also like doing it. And listening to the coaches and like just going after it. That's probably the harder part. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, I I actually can do this. 
I'll go step outside my box. Yeah. It's so funny because a lot of times Albert would just be on my case about, you can do heavier than that. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it helped a lot to have a coach who who had a lot of faith in me because Mm -hmm. sometimes I just didn't have it in myself. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There were days I did not want to step foot in the gym. Just bad days. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. There were days I went in, I wasn't feeling strong. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just having coaches and mentors who are on your coattails all the time mm-hmm. helps a lot, at least for me anyway. Oh, yeah. I, so. I've told any trainer or coach that I work for, I said, please don't be afraid to holler at me. I I need that. The, oh, take a break if you need it. Nope. No, push me. I'm not because I will take it. <laughs> I was the same way. Like I would yell at me. Yeah, do something. I don't care. Yell at me. Get me jacked hit me up. With something. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. Just hit me. I don't care. It, like you're not gonna hurt my feelings. Like uh-huh. you know. So I think it's kind of neat to just just like find something that you're good at that I mean you just wouldn't have even thought about. I'm not a power lifter, but I really enjoy weightlifting and I'm good at it. Like I come from good Eastern European stock. I'm, I'm built that way and you know, so like I can, I can lift a little and it's, it's just the one piece of like hit workouts that I'm really good at. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's fun to have found that because I think probably like you, it was kind of like, well, if I'm going to exercise, I'm just exercising. I'm not necessarily really good at one thing or another. I'm just going to mm-hmm. try to break a sweat. <laughs> right? Yeah. But powerlifting has really become a passion of mine. Absolutely love it. I can hear, you know, in in your speaking how it's helped you, you know, mentally too. So you've you really pushed yourself to to compete, to place what does a routine look like for somebody like you as far as training we don't have to give away your your mentor and trainers secrets but i'm just kind of curious like how many days a week do you train how involved is nutrition for you stuff like that right now um my coach is doug porterfield and he's heavy d training on facebook and instagram okay um i work out four days a week Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Gotcha. Um, you know, of course, each day is dedicated to a heavy lift, and then there's one day that just kind of concentrates on shoulder work. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've just started incorporating fasted cardio into my routine. What What did you call that? What kind of cardio? Fasted cardio. So what is that? that's where you go on an empty stomach oh okay (laughs) got it got it yeah so you have no food anything in your system so Mm -hmm. all the more reason to work out in the morning right yes (laughs) okay i don't encourage heavy lifting with no food or fuel in your body Uh but yeah fasted cardio and i just started on a meal plan with him as well oh neat awesome it, what does that look like? Are you counting like macros or weighing food or calories? I do have to somewhat weigh some of the food, of uh-huh. course. And then 
there are a few supplements that I take along with the diet itself. Now, I think I at this point, what's coming to mind is what people might be thinking while they're listening. I think we often try to draw a picture based on what we see on TV or, you know, something like that or on Instagram, which is sometimes very far from the truth. So you're not sitting here like your supplements that you're talking about. You're not trying to like bulk up and be like a bodybuilder. Like that's not what this is about. Can you just kind of elaborate a little bit more on that? No. So the, um, the supplements that are take are really their vitamins and minerals. And then I, you know, I have like amino acids, but I'm not talking about super anything crazy. It's like healthy nutrition because if if I'm not mistaken, you know, the goal here is just for you to be really healthy because if your body's healthy, then you're going to perform at your best. Right. Yeah. So I can, like I said, I can just imagine that people are thinking about like these like roid raging people, you know, trying to lift a thousand pounds over their head or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's not quite it at all. No, not for me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one of the reasons I reached out to you is because I knew that you have been incorporating this into your life. But what I didn't know is that you've really been kind of supercharging things. Like you said, you just got yourself on this great nutrition plan and everything. And you are preparing for another competition. Yes. Do tell. March 12th, the Ironman Classic in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Stop. Yes. Which is super important to me because I got you, girl. So my mother passed in November. Mm Mm-hmm. And my sole purpose of this competition is because it's what she wanted me to do. And I promised her that I would do it. So when um, I met Doug, he said, you know, we need to start training 13 weeks out. And so I went and I looked and um, this was in November, I believe. And so I went and looked and I found a competition March the 12th, which would be 13 weeks out. And the funny thing is my mother's favorite place was Gatlinburg. Oh, my goodness. And Pigeon Forge and the Smoky Mountains. And I thought what better like what better place could I do it absolutely so this is not about a competition Mm -hmm. this is just about me going and doing this for my mom that's really amazing and I know why she wants you to do it because she wants you to do what you love. I really commend you on that. I really, really do. I want you to know how grateful I am that you're sharing this with me because I I know that it's not easy to talk about these things. So looking at the calendar, we're we're recording here just a little over a month away. And so, you know, you're honing in on the last few weeks, which is just so exciting. 
So you'll be going there and what does, I mean, what does the competition even look like? Like how does, what is that experience like? It is, it's so amazing because when you walk in and you're in a room with so many women Hmm. and men who are incredibly strong and the adrenaline is insane (laughs) it is insane and you just see people for me even you get to experience their happiness with them but you also get to experience the frustrations with them yeah you know and it's it's so fascinating to see people around you who are just so strong and I I honestly go in there thinking I wonder what these people are here for what is their motivation yeah you know um but to me it's just amazing to see all these people who like myself have worked so hard for months just to get to that one day yeah you know it is it's a lot and because we're all faced with things like having to pay the bills and do the taxes and you know put the kids to bed and and meanwhile Mm -hmm. preparing for this really monumental thing right yeah that's really something Mm -hmm. still dealing with everyday life do Mm -hmm. you um how do you feel when you compete like what are the feelings that are going through you anxiousness yeah i get very (laughs) anxious um but you know you have to really learn to control that anxiousness Uh because you know you can tend to overthink (laughs) yeah i'm like the queen of overthinking things Uh, well me too sometimes but (laughs) um but i don't know i just uh are you on a platform you're on a platform all right so you just like you step up and you're like i am on freaking stage right now right i am and all eyes are on you (laughs) but but do you feel them i mean i can almost imagine that maybe you're just there in your little bubble with your bar and you're like let's do this you know for me i can feel the eyes on me Mm -hmm. but at the same time I am in this bubble. I am in my own little world. Mm-hmm. I have to put myself there. Yeah. And look straight ahead and don't look at anybody. Because mm-hmm. I'm even the person who has, you know, even in my past two competitions, I, I had people want to go, but I had to ask them to stay away mm-hmm. because I did not want anyone there to distract me yeah yeah i can appreciate that yeah so but you know i know some people are not but that's just me that's i do better when i don't have all these extra distractions around me and Mm -hmm. i'm that way at the gym Mm -hmm. i don't like to be there to talk yeah yeah i put my earphones on and even in the gym if it's full of people i'm the only one there Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah no it does um i can appreciate that too like i think if i was doing like a crossfit workout or something it can be fun to like do it with other people um the old erica would bring her ego and so then i'd be worried about what everybody else is doing 
But I tell you what, like when I do want to do a lift and I'm trying to hit a PR, I try very hard to only focus on myself. In fact, I don't even want to know if anybody's looking at me because I feel like the bar will just feel 50 pounds heavier, you know? But it's crazy. Like I've even had people that I didn't notice watching me Uh come up to me in the gym and say something. Yeah. Wow, you're strong. Just approaching me mm-hmm. and knowing that they notice me is it's a little different. <laughs> you know, it's kind of well, I'm glad that I can inspire you. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to be seen and to right. for people to, to yeah, to be inspired by you. So is it okay with this? us being so close to a competition to talk to brag a little bit and talk about like your prs sure yeah okay so run me down like what your lifts are at this point i think you even made a post recently kind of comparing i did your so, growth so at the start of this program which was november the 29th mm-hmm. my starting squat was 160 okay i'm currently at 280 Wow. And my max is 350. Um, excuse me. Wait a second. <laughs> what a jump. Yes. I mean, that's incredible. That, I mean, that's just a testament to willpower and training. So we're talking about a 120 pound increase. And then you said your max is 350. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. A squat? Yes. Didi, but yeah, <laughs> that's nuts, girl. Like I struggle with a three hundred deadlift. That's brilliant. Wow. All right, sorry. Continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let's see. And my starting press was on uh from eleven twenty nine. My starting press was eighty pounds. Okay. Currently one forty. My max is one seventy five. That's a lot. And so is that like a strict movement? Yes. So like you've got the bar just like up at your collarbone and you're just pushing it up. Well, when you pull it off the bench, you actually take it about rib level. Oh, okay. Under the, the, the breastbone. Oh, okay. Holy bananas. All right. And then the starting program, this go around, the deadlift was 150. Mm-hmm. My current deadlift is 265. My max is 330. Oh, my heaven. That's amazing. That is amazing. You're, you're going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's your comp. Oh, my heaven. <laughs> well, it's funny because Doug just sent me the the last three weeks of my program this morning and I was looking at it and I thought this dude is nuts. <laughs> he is nuts. The numbers that he has me hitting these next three weeks. So I'm excited though. I'm um, excited. Yeah, you should be. That's super cool too. Like, like you've got, you got a coach that sees it, you know, and can, and knows how to get you there. And I mean, really, sometimes those we don't have either one of those things by ourselves. You know, sometimes it's hard to have that vision. We we can sometimes muster it up. But then also, like, how do you get there? Mm. You know, you've definitely have some great training. That's wonderful. 
I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So you were talking about, you know, the, the folks that you'll be competing with and like the environment and everything. And I'm kind of curious to know a little bit about um, the diversity at the competition. Are women powerlifting? I mean, is there is there a, a, a community that matches the men in powerlifting? Not at all. No. Not at all. Um, and these competitions, I would say the men outweigh the women by a huge percentage. Yeah. There's just not a lot of women in this sport. But what I have seen at the competitions that I've been in is even with the women, there is a a nice age range. Okay. I've seen a 16-year-old to a 70-something-year-old. That's awesome. I want to be that lady. Me too. (laughs) I want to be her when I grow up. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So there there is a good diversity in age within that small percentage of women Mm -hmm. that are at these competitions. Mm -hmm. But yes, it is mainly men. And I would love to see that change. I'm just an advocate for, you know, women to find their strength. You know, I think we can probably, I can probably speak for you and say, like, we had no idea. We had no idea that we had this capability, this skill, that it would be so fun, that it'd be so, like, good for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, if we could somehow dispel any kind of a stereotype around weightlifting bulking you up and and you know giving you a masculine physique or that you know we're to be dainty and delicate and that it's not socially acceptable to be able to lift heavy things you know like that I would really like to be part of that movement (laughs) me too because just going through it myself I just want to encourage women Mm-hmm. to realize their strength both inside and out mm-hmm. you're not gonna be this huge hulk mm-hmm. you know and, and I do know that a lot of women they don't want to be that but for me it, it's more about strength setting new challenges set new goals set new PRs right and hopefully inspiring other women to to want to do mm-hmm. powerlifting or at least be physically active somehow or another yeah well and that that is something too because the benefits of just moving you know gets the endorphins mm-hmm. going it's just good for us especially as we do get older bodies changing and you know if we if we stay sedentary our body will reflect that (laughs) yes you know but you know a lot of my social media is mainly you know people in the fitness industry Mm -hmm. and so i'm constantly inspired yep by people and that is important to me as well Mm -hmm. to constantly see people going for these goals no matter what it is they Mm do i have I follow people who are runners, marathon runners, to people who are, you know, do the bodybuilding shows, to people who are power lifters, all sorts of athletes, you know, people who yeah. are just, that play sports. 
conditioning. Like yeah. I follow all that kind of stuff. That stuff inspires me and it keeps me going as well. I really like that idea. You know, I, I've cleaned up my Instagram in that way too, but I think I, I have it pretty narrow at the moment and it would be interesting. I, I um, have like a friend of a friend who is this massive marathon-ish runner. Like he's doing a 45 mile race um, which just blows my mind. Like, I don't even know what that means. Like, I, how does a body do that? Um, and you know, he was telling me about some of the people that he follows and the names are just not ringing a bell with me. And I'm like, these are probably people who I would benefit from following, you know, like you said, just people who are inspirational who've got the right mindset and, you know, can kind of, I don't know, just be someone that I can look up to. And a lot of times, especially on social media when we don't even know these people you know you don't realize whose lives you are touching mm-hmm. and I say that because these people do touch my lives mm-hmm. even though I don't know a lot of them personally mm-hmm. you know they're from across the country mm-hmm. even in across the world actually mm-hmm. So just seeing these people that are far away from me, different nationalities and everything, it just is is so inspiring to me. Yeah. And that helps me keep going as well. We don't have to do the same things fitness related as other people to be inspired by them. Absolutely. It's really just a journey in general it of, is. of finding our passion and it is and being awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So I don't, you know, I'm pretty exclusive to powerlifting, but it, it's just nice to watch people's journeys mm-hmm. and get to be a part of that. So of this whole journey, so far i mean you're not at the end of it by any means if anything you're you're you've not yet reached your peak you know what are what are a couple lessons or what's a key takeaway that you would want to share with somebody else who is you know pursuing a similar path i would say to just go for it just go for it it really is that simple although it seems so complex letting go of the fear Mm. and the worry and the anxiety the anxiousness you're talking about just like put it aside yes it's not it's a little easier said than done but you're right like once you kind of stop caring so much then it's like i mean and not not to circle back on an emotional topic but you know, it, it kind of makes me wonder if because you're going into a, this new competition with a little bit of a different mindset that you're, you're not so concerned about the numbers that you're hitting, that maybe that's why you're succeeding so well. Maybe that's why your numbers are jumping. That's well, I'm getting chills again. But like maybe that's why your your trainer is pushing you to these numbers that make your eyes pop out of your head because you just you're not caring about the number anymore at least not right now not right now yeah and i think that i mean i agree with you because looking within the next couple of weeks hitting a squat 
and deadlift that's over 300 pounds, it's been a while since I've hit that number. Mm-hmm. But this go around, I'm excited about it mm-hmm. because I know that I can do it. I've been there. But knowing who I'm doing it for. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah, DD. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fantastic. Well, I think it, it, it's only fair to, to just put a really nice bow on this conversation by saying, like, you're just kind of being all around awesome right now. <laughs> Very inspired by you with the competition, with you really honing in on your... Um, like your nutrition and your routine because that can be very challenging i know that you're an immense um influence and and role model on your grandchildren and then you you just graduated from school and Mm -hmm. you're pursuing a career do you want to talk just a little bit about that i do so i graduated school in august for cosmetology so exciting. And <laughs> I'm actually excited to be taking my state board exam soon. Um, but my whole vision and my whole prayer is that I can somehow incorporate these two passions together. I love that so much because it, it just, it feels natural and yet it's still something that I'd I've not heard before you know like one of the things that I've told stylists before is how influential they are on um, self-esteem you know because like every time I get my hair done they they give me such care they take the time and I feel so good about myself you know and and whether they know it or not they're a massive catalyst for that Mm -hmm. and so I could see you know whatever your your focus um is on will will it be styling or, or do you you know what's the breadth of the career that you're looking for i mainly you know there's many facets to cosmetology yeah. but my focus is going to be hair okay nice yeah i mean i just i mean you've got great curly hair anyway like i can just <laughs> see you being like oh, i'm just this like super badass chick like and i'm gonna help you be super badass too <laughs> I don't know. It just seems natural. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you come up with. I am. I'm, I'm so excited because I've always pushed back being a coach. Mm. Um, I have been encouraged by people in the past to do that. But I've always kicked back at it because I really just like to have someone write my programs for me Mm -hmm. just give it to me i'm going to do it we're going to do this together and that's it and maybe it just wasn't the time you know like there's a time for for performing and focusing on you and maybe that time will change and you'll be in a different place where you'll want to level up others you know I mean, I think you already are as in what you're doing. <laughs> Obviously, you're like you're inspiring me like so much. Um, but yeah, like as, like formally as a trainer, maybe it's just down right. The road. And actually, a lot of this has been coming more into perspective when I did graduate school. Uh huh. 
it wasn't long at, like I said after that and my mother passed and between school and her passing was a lot of the times that we were talking about me um, really honing back in on powerlifting and competing again and I always shared my vision with her about incorporating fitness and my new career field mm-hmm. somehow or another like it it was a god-given vision i know it's going to come into fruition like i have faith <coughs> but you know now it's just i just pray that the right people come into my life and guide me to where i need to go and mentor me in all aspects of you know my new career well, it sounds like you're willing it to happen, so I know it will. Yeah. <laughs> That's so exciting. I, I'm really grateful, like, that you came out here to talk with me and, and you know, and dig in deep, too, because, I mean, we could we could have kept things really surface level, but, you know, just diving a little bit deeper, I think, really helps to connect with people, you know, and I'm so excited for people to hear your story and to be inspired by you. I can't wait to see how well you do at your comp and you know just to keep up with you um i'm always here to support you and whatever you do you can always bounce ideas off me or you know if you if you need me you can reach out but thank you very much again for being here with me today you're really an inspiration to all of us well thank you so much i appreciate it (laughs) yes ma'am to put a bow on the episode today i'm going to go ahead and do my weekly weigh-in As of late, doing these weekly weigh-ins has not been a whole lot of fun. However, as I mentioned, this detox is working. So I went ahead and weighed myself before recording today. And I'm at 242.7. Considering I was up to 250 just a few days ago, I'm pretty pleased. I'm really wanting to break into the 230s. I honestly think that my body has just gotten so comfortable at this state and the detox is going to help push me to the next level. So despite the pizza and the green smoothie goo, I'm pretty pleased with how things are going so far. For someone like me who needs immediate results, this is working. If you're like me, I highly encourage you to give this a shot. It's not for the faint of heart. It is a 10-day commitment, and there's really no cheating. There are some modifications that can be done so that you can have at least dinners, I think, is the modification. However, I am all in on this. I'm doing it by the book, and I'm determined to see the results. If you want to do this along with me or you at least want to take a peek and see if it is something that you can manage, then go ahead back to episode three. It's called The Detox Jumpstart. Tune into that episode. And then also I have a bonus episode that dropped on October 5th that covers my green smoothie cleanse results. I really hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and that you're getting something out of these. You must be if you're tuning in. So thank you, thank you, thank you for support. 
I do have one ask for you. If you don't mind, please go on to your podcast app and leave a review. Um, marking down five stars would be epic. If you would go so far as to leave a written review, that would be even more amazing. That is the way that I'm going to be able to reach more people and help more people. If you're not sure what to write, you could always just list some of the takeaways or maybe your favorite episode just to give people an idea of what they're in for when they tune in to the Incognito Athlete Podcast. If you haven't already, please follow me on Instagram and on Facebook at incognito.athlete. I'm looking to put some more fun material, um, some more real stuff up there so you can keep up with my progress. I'm anticipating a lot of change in the future and therefore um, a lot of good new information for you as well. You are the best. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It means a whole lot to me. As you go into your week, your weekend, your evening, your morning, whatever it is, please remember that you are awesome. You have the ability to do whatever it is you want, but whatever you do, please always stay in pursuit of being happy and healthy because you deserve it. Take care and I will talk to you next week.